Just for a moment, I want to read a brief passage of scripture into your hearing today of the New Testament record, the book of James, James chapter 5, beginning with verse 13 and reading uh, just a few verses thereafter, verses 13 through 16 of the King James Version on today, James chapter 5, beginning with verse 13. Is any among you afflicted? Let him pray. Is any merry? Let him sing psalms. Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church. And let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick. And the Lord shall raise him up. And if he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. Confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that ye may be healed. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth not. That's what I want to talk about for the next few minutes. Prayer will fix it every time. God bless you. Thank you for standing. You may be seated right where you are. Listen, it's the second Sunday of the new year. And many of us are already confronted with the reality that our New Year's resolutions have been for naught. Uh, many of us decided we would go into weight training at the beginning of the year. Second Sunday of the year, we've already fallen off that wagon. Either our clothes have shrunk or we've eaten too much. Either way, our dreams and hopes for the new year are already being challenged. That's true not only of the new year, but in various seasons of our lives. What do you do when you have had hope and the hope that you had produced in you an expectation of what you were hoping to happen, but now that which you were hoping for has not come to fruition? In other words, what do you do when your situation has not equated to your expectations? Well, whenever you have kept the faith, held on to your hope, but yet your experience has not equated to your expectation, there is still something the Word of God says we can do. James lets us know in the Word of God that whenever we are going through and whenever we are uh, confronted, if you will, with uh, dashed hopes and broken dreams. The truth of the matter is that the effectual, uh, the persistent, the fervent prayer of the righteous individual still availeth much. You may recall in the Bible that story regarding the woman who had an issue of blood. She had suffered for some 12 long years. Tried many doctors, spent all that she had, but yet grew all the worse. But one day she heard Jesus was passing by. And that woman figured if she could somehow just uh, press her way through the crowd and just touch the hem of his garment, she could be made whole. She had spent all that she had, exhausted all avenues she knew of, but finally she uh, got the results she was looking for. She got the healing she was hoping for when she got in touch with the Lord. Yeah. Listen, whenever you and I are afflicted with uh, the adverse circumstances that life can bring to each and every one of us, 
when we're beaten down by the burdens of life, we need, like that woman, to get in touch with the Lord. While we may not be able to get in touch with the hem of his garment physically, we can get in touch with his heart through prayer spiritually. Yes. For it is ultimately through prayer uh, that we gain solutions for our situations and power to persevere through and overcome our obstacles. Some of you are not on the board yet. Okay, listen, there's a play in football called a blitz. A blitz, whenever you are on offense and the defense wants to take advantage of you and cause a turnover, the opponent will call out, they'll call out for a blitz. While you are on offense trying to move forward and to reach the goal line, the opposition will blitz you. They will attack you from various angles. So often, that's how it is that the enemy will try to attack you in life. Just at the time you were hoping, you were expecting to move forward toward a goal. Looks like the enemy calls for a full blitz, tries to sack you, cause you to lose yardage, and even make a turnover. But the good news is that whenever the defense, whenever the opposition runs a blitz on you, listen, the quarterback always has the option of calling something called an audible to take advantage of the blitz. Because listen, whenever a blitz is coming at you from more than one direction, it automatically means that there are going to be some open receivers available for you to connect with and still gain ground. That's the way this game of life is. So often when you are hoping to move forward, the devil will try to blitz you, hit you from various directions. And uh, but, but, but thanks be to God that whenever the enemy is trying to blitz you, you do know we got a coach named Jesus. I wish I had just a little help in here this morning. I said, we got a coach named Jesus. And all you got to do is call an audible and have a talk with Jesus. And somebody in here knows he's able to make everything all right. And so James here, he writes to those who were once optimistic, but because they have been blitzed by unfortunate life circumstances, they now have become pessimistic. They've been bruised, they've been battered, they've been beaten, they've been bothered, and now they are even scattered. But James wants them to know in the midst of all of this that prayer will give you what you need. Listen, not only to be delivered from the trouble, Mm, but prayer will give you what you need in order to have the patience and strength to endure the struggle even while you're going through it. James says, are there any among you suffering? If so, let them pray. In other words, first of all, you got to learn to pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Now, that's not to suggest uh, that they were in the situation they were in. They were not suffering uh, because of some evil uh, they did on their own. Uh, they're actually suffering because of evil, the evil of others. They had been taken advantage of by others. The Roman government was trying to do all that it could do to stomp out Christianity. And so these people James is writing to were suffering because of what someone was trying to do to them. 
And I think I'll tell you that a whole lot of times you experience some suffering, not simply because of stuff you've done, but often because of what others are trying to do to you. And isn't it interesting that so often a whole lot of your trouble comes from folk you tried to help in the first place. Oh, help me preach it this morning. But James reminds us that when we're going through tough times of disappointments, when we're going through suffering and even persecution, although the enemy wants you to give up and throw in the towel, you've got to remember we've got another option play. James says, call an audible, let him pray. And so you don't have to keep letting the enemy run over you and blitz you every time. You do know the enemy wants to blitz your mind, wants to blitz your emotions. And whatever your problem is, whether it's an issue with your child, an issue with your family, an issue with your job, an issue with some relationship, an issue with your finances, issues with your health, whatever it is, James said, you don't have to fall apart. Uh, You don't have to go to pieces. Am I helping anybody in here today? You you ain't even got to fuss and cuss. Uh, 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 But but, but, but listen, listen, James says when tough times come, uh, you got to don't complain but maintain. He said we got a better option. Call an audible. Take time to pray. Uh, Pray because prayer will help you maintain. Let others complain but you maintain and keep on praying. Yeah. Uh, prayer will give you what you call staying power. Right. You're not catching me. Staying power. Okay. Listen, there was a, a popular watch when I was growing up and it was known not for its looks uh, but rather for its dependability and its durability. Yeah. And matter of fact, they used to have a slogan. It was a famous commercial. Uh, I still remember the slogan would say, it can take a licking. Yeah. You got it, and keep on ticking. Yeah, it's called a Timex watch. And in the commercial, they shake it up, they drop it, and all of that. Yeah, but but the but but the Timex would just keep on ticking. And somebody, you missed your shout right in there because listen, when you stay prayed up, when you talk it over to the Lord, uh, uh, you're gonna be in some difficult situations. And you're going to feel like that Timex watch, you're going to feel dropped, taken advantage of, and all that stuff. But listen, you can take a licking and keep on ticking in time with the Lord. And so while you may be going in it, you're not just going in it, you're really going through it. Because greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. And when you pray, pray, prayer will give you maintaining power. Pray, 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 pray when your experiences do not equate with your expectations. But not only will prayer help you to maintain, but then pray because prayer will help you even in your praise. Lord have mercy. James says, listen, is anyone merry? Let him sing songs. This idea of being merry, uh, joyful, if you will, cheerful, uh, it seems to take us from uh, one extreme to the other because the text was just talking about, is there anybody afflicted? And so it goes from talking about affliction and literally in the same verse is talking about being merry. Well, at this point in the book of James, here in chapter 5, James is actually wrapping up his writing. And what he's trying to do is to bring everything to a conclusion. 
And so he wants to include that which he started out with in chapter 1 here in chapter 5. What does he do in chapter 1? Chapter 1, he tells us, y'all remember, count it all joy. Preach, Curry, when you encounter trials on every hand. And so what I hear him in the text saying now in chapter 5 is that, listen, whether you're up or whether you're down, whether you're on the mountain or down in the valley, Whether you're out in the sunshine or out in the rain, Mm -hmm. whether you are afflicted or whether you are married, whatever you do, go ahead and still count it all joy and keep on praying and giving God praise. You're not catching me. Y'all remember Paul and Silas? Uh They were in jail. And what happened when they were in jail? The Bible says they prayed. I got any Bible readers in here that want? What did they do? They prayed and did what? They prayed and sang praises to God. And so tough times will come, but when you pray, it'll help you to praise God through it. Prayer will help you get through it because when you stay prayed up, you discover that it's the joy of the Lord that becomes your strength. That's why Paul says in Philippians chapter 4, be anxious for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with what? Thanksgiving. You got it. Let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God, which I wish I had just a few Bible readers. I said the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And so listen, when the Lord wakes you up in the morning, you all wake up in prayer and praise. That's why they used to sing that song when I was a little boy, woke up this morning with my mind. I see some of y'all were around back then too. Woke up with my mind stayed on Jesus. Walking and talking with my mind stayed on the Lord. Why? Because your prayer and your praise will help you stay up when all kind of trouble is breaking out all around you. Then not only does the text say pray for yourself, but James understands there may be some moments uh, in various seasons of life where you're too weak to even pray for yourself. So what does the Bible say? The Bible says, he says, those that are sick, those that are weary, those that are so heavy laden, ask others to pray for you. The text literally says, ask the elders to pray for you. Now, elders in this context does not merely mean a pastor or a preacher. Uh, uh, But elders in this context comes from a a, a Greek word that means those who are mature in the faith. Yeah, yeah, those who you know can get a prayer through. Yeah, yeah. By to let them pray for you and over you. James talks about anointing them with oil. Uh, in the name of the Lord. Yes. Now, 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 that to anoint with oil doesn't mean that for a prayer to be helpful, somebody's got to rub you down in oil. Mm. Uh, matter of fact, there are at least two ways oil is used and referred to in the Bible. Uh, one way, oil, olive oil, if you will, was used for medicinal purposes. Yes. You remember Mary anointed the feet of Jesus? Well, she did it with oil. That was to soothe and to refresh him. Then you remember the good Samaritan. The good Samaritan helped the man on the side of the road. Bible said by pouring in oil and wine. 
wine to fight off infection, but then oil to soothe and heal. Yeah. And so it was used for medicinal purposes, but then it was also used for ceremonial purposes. Right. Back in 1 Samuel uh, chapter 16, listen, the Lord says to Samuel, uh, how long will you mourn for Saul? Uh -huh. uh, seeing I've rejected him from reigning over Israel. Mm. And so he says to him, go fill the horn with oil. Uh -huh. And I'm going to send you to Jesse's house. Uh, for I want you to choose one of his older, one of his sons there. Uh -huh. But when he gets there, he asks for the older sons. And, and Samuel said, no, that's not going to work. The Lord will provide a king for himself. Uh -huh. And the Lord ends up leading him to David, the youngest boy. Yes. And the Lord tells Samuel then, now anoint him with the oil. Yeah. And the Bible says when he anointed him with the oil, the spirit of the Lord came upon David yeah. from that day forward. Yeah. And so oil was also used not only for medicinal purposes, but also for spiritual purposes. Right. And so what I hear James saying is the sick and afflicted ought to ask for prayer. And then the elders all pray for the afflicted, yes. but then go ahead and take your medicine after you've been prayed for. Right, right. And then know that the authority in the prayer is not in the oil, but James says it's in the name of the Lord. Yes, yes. Preach A.T. Curry. I'm doing the best I can this morning. And so when you pray, know that the healing comes from God. Yes. Verse 15 says the Lord will raise him up. The elders of the church, those mature in the faith, may do the praying, but the elder doesn't give the healing. Uh, it's the Lord that raises you up. Yeah, yeah. It's the Lord that is your deliverer. Yeah, yeah. Listen, the doctors may work on you, but the healing is not in the doctors. Yeah. Uh, we pray for the doctors. They need a healer themselves. Yeah, yeah. But it's the Lord that provides your healing. Yeah. James says every good gift, yeah. every perfect gift, yeah. it comes down from above. Uh -huh. And so get this, is not the oil, but it's in the name of Jesus. Yes. And I just believe there's somebody in here who knows there's still power in that name. Yes. Uh-huh. I'm just about done, but I said there's power in that name. Yes. Uh, listen, some time ago I was rushing to get to court, had a, a, a very serious case, uh, but I didn't have the evidence that I needed to win. Mm. And so I called another attorney who might have it. And they said, yeah, I've got it, but I'm catching a plane. Mm -hmm. No way I can get it to you. I said, well, i got to have it now. I'm literally headed to the court. They said, I'm sorry. Look, I, he said, I'll tell you what. Uh, uh, go on the computer. Go to this website, and I'm going to give you a username. Mm -hmm. And when you put in the username, yeah. you'll be able to download the evidence that you need, yeah. and you'll be able to go on and win your case. But I got to catch this plane. I said, man, cool, did he? Listen. And so I get to the computer. I get to the website. Pull up all the information. I put in. Uh, I, I, but when I get ready to try to pull up the information, the screen says username. But then it also is asking for a password. All right. You missed it. Maybe I'm talking too fast. I need some important information. It's a serious case. If I don't have the evidence, everything goes down the drain. I call a brother. I say, man, listen, I need this information. He said, no problem. I'm catching the plane. But if you get to a computer, go to this website, and here's the user. Just put the username in, and you'll get everything you need to win the case. 
I get to the computer, I get to the website, but 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 the screen says use the name and password. Right. The brother ain't told me nothing about a password. Now what my father would say at a time like that is, well, I'll be John Brown. But since he's old school and I'm new school, I said I'll be something else. And I did not peep this morning. And so I'm just frustrated, I'm mad. I said, man, that guy didn't say nothing about a password. Call him back, can't get him, he's on the plane. I said, man, I lost the case, nothing we can do. And so you know what, I said, listen, I'm going to give him peace of my mind when I talk to him. And so I said, what I want to do is, I want to put the name in anyway, just so when I talk to him, I can tell him, I did everything you said. Yeah. Still to no avail. So I typed in the username uh, that he gave me. And uh, you know what happened when I pressed enter? The password came up automatically. And there was the information. I printed it off, got to the and won my case. I'm done, but you just your shout right there. Anybody been in a tight situation? Time was running out on you?
Church open. That's just our 